Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 148, Be Your Greatest, Part 4. In ancient philosophy, the highest human good is to attain eudaimonia, to live in harmony with the highest version of yourself. In different words, and as an alternative to hedonistic happiness, Aristotle basically defined the well-being of eudaimonia as being the result of active engagement in human activities that are goal-directed and purposeful. Having such a positive, subjective sense of well-being involves the self-actualization of individual unique talents over a lifetime. Well, (laughs) that makes me feel a bit flummoxed. No pressure or anything. Total awareness has been defined as a primary, choiceless, impartial response to the present situation as a whole. It is uncontaminated by judgment approval, or condemnation. This part-time Buddha is certainly not able to embody that state all the time, and so I am certain my mind is filled with wrong perceptions, except I think they are right because I own them. Not big on tweeting, but found these ideas interesting from Gourwinder. Quote, Brandolini's Law, a.k.a. the Bullshit Asymmetry Principle. It takes a lot more energy to refute bullshit than to produce it. Hence, the world is full of unrefuted bullshit, close quote, and, quote, the toxoplasma of rage. The ideas that spread most are not these everyone agrees with, but those that divide people most because people see them as causes to attack or defend in order to signal their commitment to a tribe, close quote. He also remarks on the Semmelweis reflex, quote, People tend to reject evidence that doesn't fit the established worldview. Named for Ignaz Semmelweis, a surgeon who, before the discovery of germs, claimed washing hands could help prevent patient infections. He was ridiculed and locked away in a mental asylum. Close quote. Finally, Gurwinder's remarks on the scout mindset rang true for me and seem applicable to the topic being discussed today. Quote, We tend to approach discourse with a soldier mindset, an intention to defend our own beliefs and defeat opponents. A more useful approach is to adopt a scout mindset, an intention to explore and gather information. Somehow, be your greatest involves both openness and filtering, an expansion of belief systems, and conservation of cherished values. Zen masters speak of wiping the mirror, an intriguing term that represents the ongoing practice of observing my own patterns, again with more loving curiosity than condemning judgment. Such an inner discipline allows me, perhaps, to see more clearly what is, without the distortion of my own fears or desires. I've mentioned before that I see grieving, forgiveness, and compassion as the triad of essential human skills each of which involves the liminal space of transformation and a conscious choice to be with, be with whatever is arising. These three forms of attention represent a common human bond. When I open to them, I share a deep connection with other humans who are grieving, forgiving, and embracing compassion. All involve a willingness to stay fully present with my sensations and feelings and the larger world around me with all of its light and darkness. Quiet mind and open heart develop over time, first with myself, and then that hopefully expands to an openness to other. Not just the sick, suffering, and downtrodden, 
but the Trumpsters, the Dick Cheneys of the world, in short, all those whom I might label as less than because of their belief systems and my perception of their misuse of power in the world. I believe that humans can access that inner happy place of calm and well-being through many portals, meditation, prayer, dancing, music, chanting, exercising, tai chiing, any form of inspirational creating. Perhaps at the center of the spiral of flow is where the opening and expanding of my perspectives that I've been attempting to clarify can most easily occur. It's no accident that men's circles have embraced drumming since humans gathered in caves. In 2003, there was an article in the American Journal of Public Health which investigated drumming as a complementary therapy to treat addiction. Drumming, it was noted, can produce pleasurable experiences, release of emotional trauma, and reintegration of self. When done with others, it enhances connection by reducing self-centeredness, isolation, and alienation. Higher power spiritual perspectives may arise. Another way to tap into that inner space beyond judgment and my fixed perspectives. That also appeals to some rhythmic primal need to feel the texture of sound beyond thought. Be your greatest always involves invoking the larger eagle eye view beyond the prison of my own limiting beliefs. As they say, practice makes permanent, not perfect. Getting out of my own ruts and restrictive thinking is not always easy stuff. Spending time in that observational happy place inside helps, as does dialogue with folks who think differently than I do. I tend to do more of the former than the latter, perhaps because it is more pleasurable, despite the constant chatter of monkey mind, and less emotionally exhausting. Crazy humans everywhere. That would make a good book title. I certainly have my days of people, they're the worst, when my judgments of others run rampant and a reverence for all life seems hard to find. Yet, Be Your Greatest hums its tune in the background, and if I listen carefully, I usually can find a way to shift into a more expansive perspective and reframe of the multitude of misbehaving, no judgment here, humans who irritate me. Onward to eudaimonia one beating of the drum and dance step at a time. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.